Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Okay, so we, we are back in the Boiling Point. Dave, welcome back. It's been a, a few weeks since uh, since we were in the Boiling Point uh, booth together. Great to be back, buddy. Yeah, I uh, I just got back from California, San Diego. I was at the Sustainable. You, and you were looking like you have been in California. You How got, so? Uh, you just got a good look, man. You got your hair's all crazy. Your beard's longer. You're, <laughs> yeah, it's about you've got some five California isms happening. Well, here here's the great thing about being at the uh, Sustainable Surf Conference was there was, uh, you know, we're right in San Diego, and I stayed on Mission Beach, and I got to go surfing three times. So it was one of those work and play. Okay, of, so so comparison to, you know, you've, you've like one of the times we were doing an interview, it just come out of the Bay of Fundy, which is, for anyone that doesn't know, is dang cold. Yeah. And uh, and you were you were hitting some pretty good waves, I guess. So get, let, like for those of us non-surfers, give us a bit of a comparison. So in the Bay of Fundy in the winter, we surf at almost boiling. I was talking, not boiling point, but freezing point. <laughs> yeah. In California, it's it's considerably warmer. Although Californians believe that that's freezing cold. So anyway, I had a good time. And one of the most amazing things about all these conferences that you and I get to go to is we meet phenomenal people. And Today's guest is uh, is not excluded from that list. I've got Nick Astor, who's the founder of Triple Pundit Magazine, and uh, he's probably going to say, "No, it's not a magazine; it's an online media um, uh, mega machine <laughs> that is focused on telling stories and sharing stories about the world of Triple Bottom Line." Nick, welcome to the to the Boiling Point, and love to hear a little bit of uh, an introduction read right, uh, right from yourself. Yeah, thanks guys for having me uh, having me over. Um, little background on Triple Pundit. We're an online publication, been around for about 10 years, um, publishing typically 10 articles a day on the subject of sustainability for businesses. And uh, the really interesting thing about this, uh, this Nick, is I think our, our podcast is about a year and a month old. We've been doing these uh, once a week. And the first half... Uh, we've been speaking mostly to really cool entrepreneurs and change makers and innovators. Uh, but really the second half, the last six months, we've been speaking to so many, uh, people in this scene, whether it's B Corps or, you know, uh, companies that, uh, that really value the triple bottom line. What's going on here? Why, why is this happening now? Like you've been in, uh, in business for close to 10 years or maybe even over 10 years talking about this message, but you have to uh, admit that there's something happening right now where, the Walmarts and the Targets and, and all these mammoth companies that used to be uh, kind of at the <laughs> at the end of the finger pointing of, of being the problem are now jumping on board. What's happening here, man? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big question, but I'd say uh, fundamentally, you know, everybody's always cared about this thing that we call sustainability. It's not the greatest word out there, um, but in lack of a better word, you know, what we're talking about is obviously the environment. We're also talking about societal problems and, of course, you know, having a functional, prosperous economy. And there's sort of a realization that all of these things are very much intertwined. That's what we call the triple bottom line, um, or in our words, people, planet, and profit. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that finally what's happened is you've had sort of a there's been, you know, frustration coming from sort of the activist side that, Business wasn't cooperating. Frustration coming from the 
bunch of agitators and not looking at at, um, at 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 real solutions. And there's been a general realization that actually that's not really accurate. That in fact these things are really connected, and that at least in the long term sense, caring about these issues actually is better for business. It's better for your financial bottom line. And that concept has finally started to become mainstream to the point where even some of these giant uh, companies are um, are getting on board. And at the very least, they're paying lip service to the concept. With some of these companies, it's you know, a little bit more about PR than, than much deeper. But a lot of companies, uh, including some of the ones you just mentioned, are, are really starting to take this stuff seriously with regards to energy, with regards to um, employee engagement, with regards to all sorts of issues in their supply chain, and, and, and so on and so forth. So it's good news all around. Um, and uh, it, it really seems to be accelerating and continuing. So Nick, so that you know, and and I, I got to admit, I'm kind of new to all of this. I mean, maybe maybe understanding the you know conceptually, but just learning more about you know, I guess what or what seems to be a movement. Um, tell tell us a little bit about you know Trip Abundant and how you got involved yourself. Like, how, where did this start for you? Um, you know, maybe give us a little background. That'd be really helpful. Yeah, sure. So I had a long uh, history in. Um various different online media. Um, I got really interested in online media because I, I thought it was an exciting, very democratic way to publish. And and um, so I did all kinds of uh, different subjects and had, had a bunch of different jobs in that regard, but I really wanted to find a way to start publishing stories about this thing that we're now calling sustainability. And uh, through sort of the logic that I just outlined, it dawned on me that the business audience was a terrific place to try to um, put this conversation. And there really wasn't a lot out there at the time. And so Triple Pundit actually started as a personal blog that I launched when I was in business school, um, just struggling with this topic, how can business not only you know be more responsible, but how can business really be used as a catalyst for positive change? Um, and um, how can those of us who care about uh, people and the planet uh, start to think a little bit more business-like in terms of how we go about addressing uh, solving those problems? Not to say business is the only key to solving those problems, but it's a huge piece of the it's a big of the uh, of, of any solution, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so really it was a kind of a casual start, and it really started to take off. I created a very basic business plan for the whole uh, publication and um, and uh, ever so slowly uh, got it to the point where I was able to pay my rent. I uh, decided I would leave my job and uh, and go for it full time. That was about five years ago. And uh, it's been really growing terrifically ever since. Wow. So, so now the blog started five years ago or you went like full time five years ago? Went full time about five years ago. Yeah. So and when, when did you... 10 years ago. Oh, okay, good. Well, so it, it really is a passion for you, eh? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and like, tell us a little bit about the evolution because it's kind of, you know, in a way, as I'm listening to. You, and by the way, congratulations! Like five years uh, in, man, that's a quite an accomplishment for, in a, you know, in kind of in a pioneering, you know, sort of uh, industry or medium. And, and for a leading a leading publication in the space as wow. well. Yeah, yeah, well done. So, t- so like, like I'd be really like, tell me about the evolution. Like how it, I mean, you give it the evolution, but just in terms of the growth trajectory and the audience and that sort of thing, because. Because, I mean, I wonder if that doesn't tell us a little more about the interest in the topic, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it does. You know, 10 years ago, this was this was starting to 
to be a conversation, but it was definitely not mainstream. It was definitely even a bit fringe. Um, I, as luck would have it, you know, I, I went and got my MBA at a school here in San Francisco called Presidio, uh, which was a brand new school at the time. It's one of the first and only MBA programs that focuses specifically on this topic. Uh, and uh, so I was lucky enough to be connected with some of the early leaders in this movement. And so they gave me a bit of a boost in terms of, you know, just some really good ideas and some folks that were really able to help me hone my own ideas. And of course, who would sort of spread the word a little bit about what I was doing. So I started at the right place at the right time. Uh, so I suppose there was a bit of luck in that regard. But at the end of the day, I mean, this was something I wasn't even sure it was going to be a success. It was a passion thing for several years. Um, you know, I went and had and had other other jobs. And um, but yeah, it was obvious to me that this was starting to gain traction. Uh, and so I kept at it. And like I said, it got to the point where you know, it was getting enough traction that I could at least uh, take the risk and, and quit my job. And, uh, you know, and it, it, now, we've, uh, now we've got it up to, gosh, we're almost 500,000 readers a month. Um, team of, uh, there's six of us now on the team and a whole bunch of writers and freelancers, guests that we work with. And, um, you know, we're, we're a, a real organization now, which is, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, that is very, very cool. And and actually, I'm just looking at you know, we're, I guess we're looking at uh, at your website here, uh, triplepundit.com, and the featured story today, which is well, do we say for real when the day? <laughs> we always we always release these a little we, late. We, we pretend that we're live, <laughs> we're, Nick. Yeah. We just pretend. So know? so we're we're somewhere in June. Yeah, yeah. But there's a really you know, but I mean, like just as an example, and like from our our part of the world, I mean, this is this is like front and center in the political arena and business community. Is uh, you have um, you know just as an example for for the audience to consider and hopefully add to your to that the half a million that are going uh, already. But uh, like EPA study, fracking doesn't con- contaminate water, and there's a there's right. an interesting feature that and that's big here. Nick, uh, in New Brunswick, yeah. which is is um, the kind of the hotbed of uh, the debate on fracking. So I just so I'm just giving you, I'm just kind of giving the audience an example of stuff that that just jumps yeah. right out at me. Um, yeah, very cool. So um, so how do so how do people? Well, I mean, I guess the obvious question we'll end with this, but how do people learn? You know, like you know, get involved and and participate in this these conversations. Like, what would you recommend? Sure. I mean, in terms of what we do, uh, obviously, we welcome you to come and read the site and let us know what you think. Um, we have opportunities to do uh, guest authorship if you're a, if you're inclined to be a writer, um, and then we have a newsletter and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we also do events from time to time. Typically, those are out here in San Francisco, but every once in a while, we make it out to the East Coast uh, and uh, have some fun in that regard. Um, we also do a lot of stuff on Twitter, which is a really cool opportunity for people to get involved. Um, we're doing that on a daily basis, but also we have um, what we call Twitter chats, or tweet jams, um, on various topics from time to time. So we invite people to get involved uh, and participate in those conversations. Um, and then, of course, on your own, you know, this is just a, an exciting, growing area, and uh, we hope that you'll find some some cool tips and ideas on our side about that can inspire you at your own business to uh, start thinking more sustainably, whether it's a one-man show or a giant corporation. There's always a lot of opportunities, and, and more often than not, these opportunities have a financial payback as well. Which is, which is always uh, uh, the 
in my mind, one of the foundational things in building a triple bottom line is we need to build profit if we're going to be the most effective uh, citizens in uh, you know in building pe- building up people building up society and, and really uh, doing good things for the environment or having a minimal impact. And you could register for this now. Oh my God, this has Greg Hemmings written all over it, Nick. <laughs> June twenty fifth, stories and beer. Okay, Nick. I mean, I'm, I'm are you to San so Fran. into that? <laughs> that listen, quit, that's Greg Hemmings, man. I, I met, Unbelievable. I I ended up meeting Nick, drinking a beer, a San Diego craft beer, I I'm and, shocked, I, and I was shocked. telling him stories. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you came on still, Nick. Good for you, buddy. Well done, uh, Nick. Uh, the the one thing that really uh, interests me is you and I work in a very similar space. Uh, myself and more of the visual uh, storytelling side as a filmmaker and with a production company, uh, and yourself uh, with the the written word and publication. How do you see uh, the role of using media the way we do to? guide the conversation, but do you see it as a a little bit of a a cyclical loop where the more of these stories that we put out to the world, the more of a shift that we're starting to see in the movement, it's almost like using media as a leverage to actually see the change that we want to see, not just report on it. You know, can you you uh, give us some guidance on your experience uh, through that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, media can very much drive conversation. I mean, it has to be done responsibly, but um, that we are a mission-driven media company. So we're, you know, our our whole mission is to advance this conversation, inspire it, uh, send it out beyond our own reach, and, you know, get people talking about these subjects just like we're doing right now. So I've, I'd like to think we've had a pretty good um, role in that. It's, it's hard to measure it, but, you know, we get a lot of subjective feedback to that effect. And, um, I mean, that's what we're most excited about. You know, that, that, that's very much the whole point. And I, I really think that, you know, there's different forms of media. There's media whose sole purpose is to entertain, and there's media that's sole purpose is to sort of objectively report on financial performance or something like that. But, you know, we are very much a, a cause, and that's our, that's our intent is to... Um, is to to keep spreading this conversation. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm going to shift this conversation uh, just slightly. Tell me about your biggest takeaways from Sustainable Brands Conference in San Diego last week. Because for me, it was it was an um, epic week. But yeah. I, I want to hear about your experience. Yeah, I mean, it was great. You know, we, um, we've been going for a long time. We've been partners with those guys forever. Um, they're a terrific organization. And, you know, I think... The, the, this is not a super specific takeaway, but but really it kind of echoes what we've been talking about. It's just that it's bigger than it's bigger than ever. It's more mainstream than ever. Um, companies that have been coming out of the woodwork that I, I you know had known before were there. Um, had some very very rich conversations. Um, Unilever was probably the one that stands out the most. You know those guys just have it's a gigantic corporation, um, but they have an incredibly uh, enlightened leadership. Um, who really cares about this stuff, really gets it, really sees them, and has a very well-thought-out um, you know, uh, plan for what their role is in reducing waste and reducing poverty and, and addressing all kinds of specific sustainability challenges. And that really impressed me a lot. And so I think that you know, the, 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 what stood out to me is really we're at this point where now this is, really is no longer a fringe thing. This really is starting to be core to business. And so there's this new 
opportunity, you know, what does that look like? How does that change per industry, per business, et cetera? Um, and uh, so I guess that's my takeaway. And uh, earlier on, when we're talking about uh, the activists being frustrated that the the established uh, business community wasn't wasn't doing their part, and then vice versa, uh, I'm just curious: Do you see any cynicism in the activists who have worked so hard over the last 40, 50 years uh, for this cause now that it's becoming mainstream, or is this a time of celebration? I think it's I think it's definitely a time of celebration. Um, don't get me wrong, there's still a role for old school activism. And, uh, you know, there are plenty of issues that, you know, that, that uh, still merit that kind of reaction. But, um, you know, a lot has been accomplished. And most of the folks that I know who are or would have described themselves as activists are it's not that they're sitting on their couch drinking a martini like it's all over, but they're, there's a totally more sophisticated level of dialogue that's going on, uh, the openness that companies have, um, companies are way more open to addressing these issues, and uh, it's become much more of a partnership kind of relationship than an adversarial relationship. And um, I see a lot of strong evidence of that uh, in a lot of issues, and um, so in that regard, uh, that's kind of how it's shifted, and um, so it is definitely a, it's a time for cautious celebration. Cautious solution. Yeah, nice. I like that. What? So for people that are listening to this or maybe just kind of bumping into it, like, a, and I'm thinking of business leaders that are interested in learning more and maybe participating uh, or, or, or shifting their, their business to, you know, into kind of being much more sustainable, like, where do they start? What would your recommendation be? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it kind of depends on what industry you're in, but, you know, so first you have the conversation and just discuss it. You ask yourself, what are the things that the impact that my company has that are most material to our company? Um, which means, you know, I don't know, let's say, uh, well, I'll give you an example later, but but oftentimes the, then you start with what's the low-hanging fruit, and typically that's things like energy and water. Those are very easy to measure. There's a very obvious financial payback. You say, well, let's figure out how to use less water, let's figure out how to use less whatever resource it is that we're um, that we need for our raw materials. And then obviously you save money. So it's a pretty easy sell if you can figure out an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, then sort of the little sort of more sophisticated edges, like I said, you try to figure out what materials to your company. You know, let's say you're invested in a particular town, you ask yourself, well, it's in our best interest that the kids in this town you know, have a good education and that there's opportunities for people and so on and so forth. And so you invest time and resources in the community very directly and got a, you know, it's a self-interested thing to do, but it's also obviously beneficial for the folks around you. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, figure out what's the downside. Are you polluting? Is there waste? Um, What can you do to reduce that? And again, that typically translates quickly into monetary savings as well. So it's really about figuring out what's close to your company um, rather than something abstract like, hey, we're raising money for something going on in Rwanda, which is nice, but it's not not as directly connected to you and how you do business. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that because I think that's a very practical conversation about ROI, isn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. Right on. Okay. Um, I, I know we don't have. I mean, geez, we could carry this conversation for a lot longer. I know Greg's going to ask you a final <laughs> question, but but one 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 quick thing, just completely off track a little bit. I was just looking at your picture, and I was noticing you had some great sideburns. You, do you carry those? You support those all the time? <laughs> yeah, typically. Yeah. I, I saw them in person, and they were fantastic. You know, and as a bearded man, right you know, the, the, these are great conversation starters. And even though we didn't talk about the butter neck, I know inside our heads, we were both complimenting each other's facial hair. Indeed, we were. Thank you for bringing I, it up. Yeah, I like how Greg Greg just assumes that you. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we go we go to, from the serious to the I don't even know what we just went to, but but that's part of the fun of doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, listen, thank you so much, man. And uh, I know this is the beginning of uh, of a much longer relationship uh, between what we're doing and what you guys are doing. And uh, uh, Dave, uh, they're also a B Corp as well, and uh, which means I'm hoping that Nick and I get to have another beer together in Portland coming up this fall. Well, I see you there, Nick. I'm sure I will. Uh, very likely. I'm not sure yet, but very likely. Good, 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 good. And, uh, th- well, this is great, man. We will let you know it's probably going to come out, uh, this podcast, uh, even though it sounds like it's live right now to people who are listening to it currently, it's probably going to come out <laughs> next week. So we'll, we'll send you the link. And yeah. listen, keep on doing what you're doing. I, you are an amazing amplifier for, for the cause, and uh, you're an inspiration uh, certainly to us. And how do people learn more about Nick? And uh, Yeah, specifically for you, Nick, uh, for Twitter, uh, for Facebook, and, and anything you want to share for people to connect with you. Yeah. Pretty easy, triplepundit.com, uh, Triple Pundit on Twitter, uh, and uh, sign up for the newsletter. There's a big link on the site for that, um, and that'll get you started. Killer. That's great, man. Have a fantastic time in San Francisco today, and we will see you in Portland. Take care. Okay. Bye, guys. See you, Nick. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. There we go. That was great. Well done. Uh, so, um, uh, takeaways for you. Uh, well, a bunch, but the simple one is uh, I, I, I really appreciate the – you know, when, you know, just the practical uh, application of how organizations can get involved and in being more sustainable and just his description of where to get started. And just as I was listening to him, you can tell he's an MBA. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. Um, and who wouldn't want to be part of that conversation? You know, what business wouldn't want to be, um, you know, how do you, you know, something like, and he was very, and I also like the example of, you know, you start with, you know, consumption of water and, you know, how do you make, uh, you know, how, how do you, how do you, how do you be stronger in that area because and how it can not only impact the environment but your business and the cost and all kind of stuff so just i just very practical yeah yeah and very for, pragmatic for I like me that. what i th- i think is uh, an interesting comment was the cautious celebration uh which <laughs> i think you would know in my life as uh, as a coach of mine uh, through different various parts of my life you always would ask me to celebrate the wins yeah, and I really was is. always far too cautious. So yes, little, uh, cautious, little cautious celebration, or, yeah, not yeah. getting too confident, not yeah. too cocky about the wins. And that's where the sustainability movement's going. Like there's a lot of amazing mm-hmm. wins happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, these conferences are are boiling up, and some of the you know megalithic uh, uh, corporations are jumping on board. That seems like a big win. Megalithic. It's a word is I just invented. New? Yeah, I know. It's Check like it up on epic. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, no, very cool guy, and uh, and I'm looking forward to actually, and, and look uh, in. The quick scroll of his uh, of their site triplepundit.com. Um, man, I just a bunch of things jumped out at me. Is like, wow, I'd like to learn more. So I'll certainly be checking that on a regular basis. Um, well, for, like for for me, they are the source for you know business uh, triple triple bottom line business news and activity in the world. Like they are the the source. Right on. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of celebration, um, I mean, the audience should know that you're just killing it out there and just, you know, burning the bridge behind you and just life is so wonderful. You travel around the world. Like how good is life for you, man? Dave, life is always good for me. You <laughs> See, know? you're uncomfortable with this conversation. Look, you're making, I can you're doing it with a purpose. You're using your, your coaching skills for well, demonic just, or just, for evil reasons. I'm just acknowledging how blush. awesome you're doing, man. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. You know what? Thank you, Dave. See, and, and, you, you just, you just, you, you let it land. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I, 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 in all reality, coming back from San Diego and realizing that the scene uh, of businesses that have the same uh, value set as as ours do, uh, it, it, it's a confidence booster. So to be able to talk about this with confidence and uh, and plow into that community, it's phenomenally excited, exciting, I should say. And so, how, how um, much? Did the other one other thing I want to acknowledge you about because I know you're they're really liking this part. <laughs> yes, Dave. Is this, this the silence? You're like, what's he going to say next? Um, no, man, you're like going out and you're meeting all these amazing people in the space, and you're you're really um, being part of the scene. You're not just talking; you're doing it. And I mean, I'm being serious right now. Yeah. Oh, I was being serious before too, or as well. Um, uh, you know, and that's and and my God, I mean, I just show up to the booth and we got all these amazing guests, and you're just opening. My, you know, anyways, you're really opening my eyes to all of it. So thank you, and well, and uh, you're and you. you're being part of the conversation. You're not just. You're actually investing and going and meeting and hanging out and learning and man, that's very cool. Well, you know, we got to make friends somehow, Dave. You know, know. And, and you know, I, I make friends. I want to thank you. you for the patience for me bringing so many uh, triple bottom line and B Corp uh, type people in here. But you know what? This is the boiling point has the opportunity to share really cool new things that are going on. We're gonna we're gonna hug it, it up in a second. Here, hug so it up, hug me, babe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. See you next week. See you, buddy. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.